Whoa! What just happened there? And that and that just killed my voice. God damn! <laughs> like, can't be doing that when you're sick. But hey, everybody, this is a uh, hunter here. Thank you so much for continuing to listen, guys. We got uh, over a hundred listens uh, last week, uh, guys. So thank uh, in seven days. So thank you so much for your continued support. We love doing this for you guys. I'm here with the pride of Boise, Idaho, Scott. Scott, how you doing, sir? Uh, jokes on you guys. You're the one listening to us. <laughs> uh, all we have to do is talk. You just have to listen to us talk. <laughs> yep, that's a good way to bring more people in. Good job. <laughs> good job. You've and been then, duped. <laughs> you've been hornswoggled. You've been bamboozled. And I'm here. <laughs> I'm here with the uh, Celtic Warrior, Colin. Colin, how you doing, sir? I am a Celtic warrior. Thank you. It's always good to be here. And I just want to say that I saw that we were uh, named the number one podcast to listen to during a Zumba class. So good job, everybody. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. That, that That is true. Yeah. And, and that... left and right and left and right and punch, <laughs> punch and left. The, yeah, does, does is that England... Zumba? Yeah. The, the, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it... Every, like, I, apparently, everybody's endorphins get going when you talk about how shitty Adam Sandler is. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, we do what we can. Yeah, right. We... Yeah, we succeed. We we work hard on this shit. So, um, so we're reviewing Sicario here, which Scott wanted to review because Scott's like, I saw this. You guys didn't see it. Me, 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 me. Like, no, 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 no. This, <laughs> this was another case of, oh, you guys should see these, and then I see it. Like, oh, I didn't see that one. So, <laughs> I'm like, damn it, you're gonna see it. <laughs> yeah, to, to to be fair, you are kind of the king of that. To be fair, this is like one of those rare time, like you know, it's to, a rare time. I'll give you that. It is a rare time, but to, to be fair, like I remember when this came out in theaters. I was like, God, I really want to see that, but because it's Reno and Reno swaps out their movie lineup every two goddamn weeks, it seems like I was like, Oh, it's gone. Thank you. So. Oh, burn, Reno! It's, it's fucking true. That's why we <laughs> never. That's why I can never review independent shit. They fucking pull it before I get a chance to get to the theater. So, although I will say it was a good. I, there was a reason that I was getting you wanting you guys to watch this movie. Ooh, well, we will get into that. But um, yeah, Reno, get your fucking shit together. But um, anyway, back to Reno. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Back, <laughs> back, back, back to me being like, fuck you, Reno, but. Um, but, uh, this movie, man, it's got, a, it's got a hell of a lineup. I mean, uh, Emily Blunt, who is wonderful, um, uh, Benicio Del Toro, who's a fucking G, and, uh, big man Josh Brolin, aka Thanos, <laughs> um, in the upcoming Avengers movie, cause that's, I equate everything to Marvel, but, uh, that's but true. It, it is true, but, <laughs> but, yeah, I will uh, test to that. Oh, uh, whatever, but, <laughs> I mean, Benicio Del Toro, of course, you know, has been in Traffic, uh, Usual Suspects, and Snatch. Uh, Josh Brolin, of course, you know, Wolf of Wall Street, uh, Wall Street, Money Never Sleeps, No Country for Old Men, and uh, The Goonies. <laughs> and then... Um, hey, you guys. <laughs> and, then, and then, of course, Emily Blunt, uh, Edge of Tomorrow, which is a horribly underrated movie. Uh, Looper, of course, too. So, I mean, a hell of a, a, hell of a cast here, really. Um she did yeah, also. I, I like I like Blunt. I think she's smoking. 
You, 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 oh. like, like a blunt. Oh. She's, she's really high on my list. <laughs> oh. God damn it. Bravo. I like she's the way be... she rolls. <laughs> <laughs> she's going to be seeing green after this movie. Wow, you guys are wonderful. But uh, <laughs> I just, I, I don't even know what to say. But, um, but anyways, to kind of jump in here. So this is going to be kind of interesting because the plot I mean, so, okay, so she works for the FBI, and she's um, enlisted by like, a task force to help uh, in this war on drugs between, you know, on the border between Mexico and the U.S. But to be totally honest with you, without spoiling shit, that's kind of all we can tell you <laughs> as far as, like, the plot. Because there are a lot of twists and turns in this movie that you may or may not see coming, but... The thing about this movie, I gotta say, god damn, um, it is violent as shit, and one thing I really do appreciate is that Emily Blunt, she's definitely the avatar for the audience, so when shit's kind of going down, you're kind of piecing it together, and when kind of the big kind of twist slash reveal comes, it is like, ah, damn, like, alright, that's shit, I mean... I thought this movie did a really good job with its pacing. Um, uh, Colin, I know I'm going to save Scott for last year because he's the one who made us see this. But, uh, but uh, Colin, kind of what were your thoughts uh, initially after watching this? Um, I remember when Scott was first like, hey, we should watch Sicario. It's really good. And I was like, oh, isn't that that like Iraq war movie? Because I saw like five seconds of a clip on a commercial one time, and I was like, I don't know if I'm all about that like Iraq like war movie lifestyle, but uh, it's not. Uh, and there's actually great war movies. Uh, based on Iraq. So anyway, yeah, you you insisted a prick. No, no, no. I just, like uh, I just mean like the the movies uh, made in like Iraq are usually I, I, like they're I, I they're kind of they're kind of they're kind of cookie cutter. Very similar. Uh, yeah, um, but this is this is completely different. This reminded me kind of like uh, that uh, a lot of the side plots during Breaking Bad, where it's you know Hank and the DEA dealing with all the drug trafficking and stuff going on around Juarez. And, that's a, that's a good call. Um, and uh, it it had a, like a similar feel where it's just like, man, these like right off the bat, you're hit with like some like people in the walls of a house and like some crazy explosions going down and you're like man the mexican cartel is no joke like they are scary i think like them and isis gotta be the scariest motherfuckers on earth at this point in like humanity right so right right away you're like this is some real life shit and this is some scary stuff and like you were talking about emily blunt she's just she's becoming one of my favorite actresses i think uh, I loved her in Edge of Tomorrow, and basically every time she's just in a movie, I just I tend to think of her as like a great actress. And it's funny too because we were watching her, and like <laughs> uh, Nikki and I were watching it, and we had been watching um, the first season of The Blacklist recently. Yeah, and compared, it's funny because we were kind of getting we were like binge watching the first season of The Blacklist, and we were kind of getting like. I, I don't know how to say it, but we were basically getting exhausted by how much this like main girl on the blacklist is getting shot up or attacked or like kidnapped. Yeah. And then at the end of the day, she's just like, oh, man, that was a stressful day at work. Time to have some you know, food and go to bed. 
and like it's just like so i'm like you don't just brush that shit off like we were kind of like this is kind of unrealistic and then like bam right at the start like emily blunt is like goes through a day of work that's like crazy and she's like traumatized like washing blood out of her hair and she's like you know she just like her acting is just spot on it's like yeah see direct contrast that's how you would feel after seeing some crazy shit during your day like that's like the type of acting <laughs> you would you want to see not like oh well uh, no yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> okay Go uh, and just like start cracking jokes and stuff like some get some one-liners in there like she never does that because that would be horribly inappropriate <laughs> okay so 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 just to kind of touch on what you just said so the blacklist is a great show if you're watching it for just james spader because everything else about that show is like okay to bad at best but that is kind of why I stopped watching it because the show is just kind of like well we have this girl Liz who you don't really give a shit about but we're gonna drag her fucking origin out over three goddamn seasons and they're just now kind of getting to it and it's like uh, and like, she's not that good of an actress. She's, she's like not. a she's an NBC, you know, like uh, weekly drama actress. Like, sorry, like to rip you so hard, but like that's she's not Emily Blunt. <laughs> like, um, oh, believe me, I'd rip her hard, but I'm sorry. Anyways, <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> I digress. But yeah. Um, so anyway, just obviously, like no one would ever compare the Blacklist to like a a movie like Sicario, but. I happened to be watching both of them in the same <laughs> week, so it was just kind of like striking how that that juxtaposition of those two like acting performances was. But uh, yeah, uh, what did what did you guys think? S. Scott, go ahead, man. Yeah, the um, I just kind of had pretty did no expectations going in for it, um, but just kind of pretty 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 surprised. Um, like the just the the actors in general. Uh, Emily Blunt, Benicio del Toro, and Josh Brolin. Those are all like real stars um, in their own right, <clears throat> and I think they all really played out their characters really well. It was like to go on what you were saying, Colin. Um, just the intensity of the Mexican cartel. Like you don't really. Obviously, this isn't like a documentary necessarily. This is based off true. St- uh, uh, Based off of true stories, is it not? Isn't it the did they did they throw that up there? I don't think I don't so. know if they threw it, but you have to imagine like all of this is kind of based in fact because like we yeah. all know that like you know Mexican drug lords do crazy ass shit right all the time. Exactly. like War, Juarez is like a, one of the scariest places like near America exactly and it just kind of gave you a glimpse into that and like that the first that first sequence of them busting into that the um, house and finding the bodies in the walls and um it was just really intense to, just to, off the get and um josh brolin is you know just the coolest dude ever you know um <laughs> throughout this entire movie um and the i love the twist um and there's a bit of one um <clears throat> benicio del toro is <laughs> cool motherfucker like always um <laughs> yeah like I, the I, biggest I, badass in the history of movies like, exactly. he's, he's, he's up there <laughs> yeah totally um just yeah mainly mainly like when i walked out of that uh i was with uh Brittany and i was like 
Man, I can see why people don't want to live there. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah no, like so many like, people are coming up to the United States. Like, whoa, <laughs> all right, yeah. Uh, my bad. You, uh, you, you know how I felt? I felt like after I watched Man on Fire, I'm like, oh man, that's why you don't go to Mexico. I'm like, Jesus. <laughs> it's like Jesus. Like, mm-hmm. if you have a daughter, or, like, if you have a kid, especially, it's like, oh yeah, hey, we took your kid. Oh, we only want a hundred grand back for him. It's like. Well, fuck you! <laughs> it's like, but and my my brother used to tell me stories about when he was in uh, going to school at the University of Santa Barbara, and uh, or University of California, Santa Barbara, and he and his friends would go down to Tijuana, like south of San Diego, and go get wasted because you can drink when you're over eighteen there, or like honestly, you could probably drink when you're eleven there. But, <laughs> but I mean, they would go get wasted and like black out, and then be like. They'd make it back home, and I'm like, dude, like, you were playing with some, like, matches and gasoline down there. Like, that's... Yeah. <laughs> that's scary. That's scary. I'm like, people don't do that shit anymore, but people were naive <laughs> back then. <laughs> you know, actually working at a grocery store, like, they, I, I've heard um, that the cartel is now, like, putting a stranglehold on um, because they're the biggest producer of limes and like lemons Uh and they're like taking that over. So like limes, like limes now are like kind of a lot, you know, 50 cents more than they used to be just because the cartel is like taking over everything down there. It's like, what a a miserable, horrible government Mexico has (laughs) where it's just like the drug lords are straight up running all of their exports. Everything. What is happening? Like, I'm sure they have a stranglehold on tequila too you would imagine you would think so i mean they yeah. they probably have the power you know the, the 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 power to be able to do that god good old mexico Woo-hoo. <laughs> can i just i just want to say one last thing about one thing about this movie is there's there's a scene uh at the end um that involves uh benicio del, del toro and it's a kind of a backstory um yeah. of a part of this a part of his story that I I loved how that ended. Like I I I love how that played out personally. And they could have gone a couple of ways, you know. You don't really. It was a little bit of a tense moment. You didn't know what was going to happen, um, or uh, if he kind of sets out to do what he was setting out to do. Um, but uh, I that was uh, in kind of a messed up dark way. I was like, I, I like that. Yeah, so. I I agree. I love the direction the. Uh... The uh, end of the movie took. It was awesome. Um, one thing I gotta say I loved about this movie is that you really don't know what the fuck is going on for like a lot of it, but like not in a bad way. Like it still keeps you engaged. Yeah, you're on the edge of your seat. I feel like you're looking like you you want to find out what's what is what's this about. Yeah. yeah, I think I think they do a good job of having like Emily Blunt's character is kind of acting like the audience where she's kept in the black. So you're just like, man, what is she getting herself you into? You son what? of a, you bastard. That's what I was literally about to say. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> Colin, you're getting too good at this review game, baby. <laughs> well, I could sense you were about to say that and I was waiting to make that point in my ending. So I was like, I'm going to slip that in real quick. <laughs> oh, you're you're going to Cosby me. You're going to slip it in without me knowing. God, yeah. you slick bastard. Um, yeah. Aw, but, yeah, but, like... Oh, God, yeah, I can't watch a coffee show anymore, but, like, but... You put drugs in the jello. It's <laughs> like, a <laughs> sweater, anyways, but, like, it, but, yeah, Kate... Okay, so one thing I did want to bring up, um, 
me and I think me and Scott, I think Scott would agree. One of our favorite actors is a uh, John uh, Berthold, uh, aka Shane from Walking Dead, aka soon to be the fucking Punisher in Daredevil season two. There's a scene with him and Emily Blunt, and that scene should just be called "Emily Blunt Has a Bad Night" because the way that scene, the way <laughs> like that the other. Like the other blunt, she had a bad day. Seriously, yeah, because like the way that scene ends, I was like, "God damn, girl, you cannot catch a break right now." Like, I felt so bad for her. I was like, "Well, she kind of ended up catching a break, luckily for her." <laughs> I mean, she did, but like the way the scene is set up, you're like, when you see this one thing that kind of alludes to how the scene's gonna go, you're like, "Oh man, it's like that's." That's it, it, unfortunate. So. It seemed like Josh Brolin warned her ass, though. I'm telling you, he he, yeah. he did. And, and don't go in that bank. And, and to <laughs> be fair, like Josh Brolin, uh, he plays Matt in the movie. The one thing about this movie, like he's an asshole through and through. But the one, uh, and I, I mean, it's a small complaint. But he tells her like, "Don't go in the bank." I mean, he doesn't say because there's cameras in there, but mm. common sense would dictate. Because there's cameras in there. So when she walks in, I was like, well, that was really stupid on your part. Like, I mean, it didn't take me out of the movie, but it was one of those things. I was like, oh, I'm like, why did you do that? So one thing I really liked about this movie was that even though that there isn't there really isn't like there isn't constant action in this movie. It's not necessarily an action action film, Um, but it seemed like it was like intense the whole time it seemed like there was an amount certain amount of intensity throughout that really like kept you on the edge of your seat in a way that they didn't need violence necessarily i mean there were it it got intense that way but even like when they first meet uh john berthal berthal um it's you can feel like the tension you can always feel there's either like a tension or you, you don't know who is who and i i like that just not not knowing like you're saying earlier uh throughout the movie but you're you're excited to find out kind of a thing yeah and i think that's like that's like such a like it, it says so much about the filmmaking where you don't need the action yet you're still like sitting there like so tense like watching every scene like so like I remember being glued to the screen. Like sometimes if a movie's kind of boring me, doesn't have my attention, I'll kind of be on my phone halfway and I'll be like looking up and this movie I was like I didn't touch my phone that like the whole the whole time I'm just staring at the screen I was like oh my god what the like they're coming into Juarez for the first time and they got like the five like Chevy Tahoe's all blacked out like going in picking up the dude coming back they get over the border they got the federales <laughs> like like that whole time just the shots and the music and just the intensity of all of that. And nothing happens up until like something finally does happen. But there's like 10 minutes of like nothing happens. But the whole right. time you're just like, I feel like I'm watching an action scene yep. because it's so tense. I completely agree. So um, as we kind of get to our final ratings here, the guy, uh, Dennis, I'm going to fuck up his name. He's from, he's from Canada. What do you want from me? But he, um, he, uh, Dennis, uh, Villa, uh, Villanueve? 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 Yeah, I think so. Nailed it, bro. Sure, let's roll with that. Um, He actually directed one of me and Colin's favorite movies that came out um, in 2013. He did Prisoners. I love Prisoners. That's a a great movie. Yeah. Prisoners is a great movie. And so I was like, oh, dude. I was like, bravo. Good for you, man. So, and apparently 
he's doing the uh, Blade Runner sequel, which I'm like, oh, that gives me some hope. That well, are... they're doing a Blade Runner sequel. Oh, did you not know that? Yeah. That's doing... unnecessary. I hope uh, not. Can I just tell you guys something? Go ahead. Did... Benicio Del Toro is going to be in Star Wars. What? Oh, snap. How do you know He's... that? I looked on his filmography, and it says 2017, they're filming episode 8. It does say that. What? And he's in the credits for Ooh. Star Wars. Dude. Oh, boy. And Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. Ooh. Yeah. Well, that makes me pretty Wow. I... You guys, okay, so you guys touched on it. I need to at least say it once, that Benicio Del Toro is the best part of this movie. He is such a effing badass. Oh, my God. <laughs> yes, he is. Oh. And the way, and so like I can't ruin like the twist of like what this whole movie's really about, but like man, I loved when I learned what this movie was like, what this whole operation was about. I was like, yes, god damn it, this movie's great, and, and it's yeah. like so much better than just like DEA trying to stop drug lords. It's like so much better than that. And and, and one thing I will say too is the uh, last the last ten minutes of this movie. Actually, I'd stretch at the last fifteen minutes. Um, there's a point where. And to her credit, I mean, you know, Emily Blunt isn't going to overpower Josh Brolin, but there's a point where she punches him, and I was like, God damn, she got a shot in. I was like, good for you, girl. And the, the like, the, the last really big scene in this movie, in like the last five, like five minutes, is so good. It's like, on like Scott said, you're on the edge of your seat. I was like, ooh, okay, this is really fantastic. So, um... Kind of jumping in here to our uh, to our, my review, um, I thought this was fantastic. I really didn't have any complaints, really. I mean, outside of Emily Blunt's character doing that one thing where I was kind of like, eh, all right. Um, but besides that, I thought this was so well done. I would give this a, I'd give this a solid A. I, I really enjoyed this. Um, I don't know if this will make my list for top ten best movies, but... Um, this was so well done. I mean, the action when it's there is fantastic, and it does a good job of building Emily Blunt's character, like, subtly, but enough that you can, like, identify yourself with her, so I really enjoyed this. This is a solid A for me. Uh, Colin, my friend, what did you think, sir? So, I, yeah, the whole time, from from the get, like, the first scene, I was like, oh, this movie's starting out strong. I love the tone. I love the way it's shot. I love the acting. Emily Blunt is great. Even um, like the uh, the black dude, and I don't have the IMDb pulled up, but like her her partner kind of throughout the movie, he's really good. Daniel Kanjaya, I believe is how to say his name. Um, okay, yeah, he was really good. It was just it was just well directed. Like obviously, this director knows what he's doing. He knows how to make a good movie. And he gets the best out of his actors, but he also had like a star-studded cast of like excellent actors. So like from the, yeah from the get-go, I was like, this is an A the whole time. I'll tell you the tipping point though. There was a moment at the near the end where they're like in this tunnel, and like uh, Emily Blunt comes out the other side of the tunnel. Benicio del Toro is with this other guy, and basically Emily Blunt realizes something about like everything that's going on. And she pulls out her gun, points it at him, and trying to be like, hey, I'm going to take over control right now. <laughs> like, yeah. like, put your gun down. Motherfucking Benicio Del Toro just takes his gun out. She's wearing Kevlar, just pops her, like, right in the chest. <laughs> <laughs> she falls down. She's like, oh, my God, he just shot me. 
and like right then i was like oh my god del toro is such a badass i was like fan fucking tastic right at that moment that was wow. the point like right then hey. i was like it was an a the whole time but right when she right when when del toro breaks out his pistol and shoots emily blunt in the chest after he had saved her not like 10 minutes before in a previous <laughs> scene i was like yep this movie's great <laughs> and it's specifically because of del toro so that's my grade fan fucking tastic okay uh you know what? I'm going to do a rare thing here. I'm actually going to change my grade because I just thought about that last five minutes and the scene between Del Toro and Blunt, and it is so tension-filled. And I, I felt like I was watching Breaking Bad almost again, where I'm like, oh, man, you're really, like, fucking with me, and I don't like it, but part of me likes it. So I'm going to raise my grade as well to a fan-fucking-tastic uh, no pressure, Scott. So, yeah. <laughs> so, well, so what did you think, man? <laughs> uh, meh. Uh, <laughs> that would be yeah, great. One hundred percent. Like Benicio del Toro. Like we're just on his jock. Like all review. Uh, but it's 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 so worth it because he he completely carries. Not I wouldn't say carries this, but because there's a lot of good performances, but. He's the reason that I love this movie and, you know, love a lot of his movies is just the, the tone, um, the, the way that it's directed and the cinematography is incredible. Um, it just – I love movies that give you a 100 percent feel of what – feel what they want you to feel. And I for, for some, you know, pops in right in my head is The Revenant. Um, it's one of those movies that like really makes you feel what's going on. Um, not, not in the same way, but just, uh, they, they want you to feel what their intent is. And I definitely felt that, um, the, the twist, his, his, the last, yeah, the last five minutes of this movie, um, is pretty, it's, it's all about Benicio del Toro pretty much. And it's, it's pretty, it's pretty awesome. Um, Let's see. What was else I was gonna say? Um, just, just all around great movie, and I, I think this is this this might be on my uh, top movies of the year. So uh, just a little uh, teaser, a little teasy. Ooh, uh, I feel so teased right now. Oh uh, yeah, uh, but yeah, this is a uh, fan fucking tastic for Scott. Yeah. Oh my god, did we all agree all the way around? Oh Man. my god, I'm. That's a good movie. Real pineapple yeah, agrees. All three ways <laughs> certified. Around. Pineapple. That never happens. Even yeah. though, even though you guys like your grades, your grades on Age of Ultron were were wrong. But anyways, regardless, so. <laughs> that's that's actually untrue. We were completely spot on. Uh, yeah, whatever. But... <laughs> With that Marvel dick in your mouth. Oh man, it, t- it tastes wonderful. <laughs> stop! <laughs> stop with like this. <laughs> Stop using so much CGI, Marvel. Hey, 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 hey. not everything can be Winter Soldier. Sometimes we have to go to space. Okay, <laughs> anyway, <laughs> everything should be like Winter Soldier because then uh, it would all be good. Uh, <laughs> should, why isn't Benicio del Toro Winter Soldier? <laughs> oh shit, that would be legit. Actually, god damn, that's great. I would watch that. But see, I think that's the first time I've heard anything that could have made Winter Soldier better. <laughs> That's actually a fair point. <laughs> I, I would I would definitely rewatch it if Winter Soldier was Benito del Toro. But guys, did you happen to see Sicario? Uh, let us know what you think in the comments below here. Follow us on uh, SoundCloud. Tell your friends, by the way, at the Real Pineapple Seven Seven Five. You can like us on Facebook at the Real Pineapple. You can follow yours truly, Mister Hunter, on the Twitter 
at jhunterrealpineapple. I will be live tweeting the Royal fucking Rumble, which I hope they don't fuck up, and X-Files tonight. And you can follow Mr. Colin on the Twitter at... Buster Goodboy. And you can follow Scott on Twitter at... Numen the First. Alright guys, thank you so much for listening. We will have reviews this week for... Uh, Fifty Shades of Bullshit. I mean, I mean Fifty Shades of Black, by the way. But we'll have a review for that. And uh, some other stuff coming your guys' way this week. Thank you so much, guys. We'll talk to you soon. Peace. Bye. <laughs>